0: Hi, welcome to episode 583 of the Fantastic Forecast. I'm Dave Elliott. Sit back, relax. I'll bring you some snacks. Care for some headphones? Or a pillow? I want to give you the fine service of a major airline. And then I'm also going to randomly pick one of you and beat the crap out of you. In every episode of the Fantastic Forecast, I'll be talking about a different issue of the Fantastic Four, starting with issue 1 and going all the way to issue 645. Today is Fantastic Four 583 from November 2010. 3, Part 1, In Latveria, The Flowers Bloom in Winter by Jonathan Hickman and guest artist Steve Epting. Ah, November 2010, the month I started this podcast. We finally we're finally there. And the issue begins in the neutral zone. The neutral zone. Are the Fantastic Four handling a conflict between the Federation and the Romulans? I don't think so. Actually, this neutral zone is an area between the United States and the city Forever City created by the High Evolutionary that rose up from the underground a little while back. The Fantastic Four are there, in the middle of some kind of conflict, and the Moloid citizens, and they're fighting with the Moloid citizens of Forever City. Back at the Baxter building, Valeria, the present day child version, is packing up a bunch of stuff, climbing into a ventilation shaft, breaking through some security system, and climbing out into one of Reed's locked up labs. The system does a scan of Valeria, It recognizes her, and a hologram of her father appears. Reed starts to talk, and the hologram says, How do you plan for all contingencies? How do you guarantee the avoidance of global calamity while ensuring societal evolution? In short, how do you solve everything? Well, you know, I know a good place to start. Find the host of Celebrity Apprentice, and do what you did to the Hulk shoot him off to another planet. So the hologram goes on. He mentions how he met the council, the group of Reed Richardses from all the other timelines, and how the rest of them abandoned their families to work at, you know, solving everything. And he mentions this machine that he rebuilt, which he says Sue told him not to rebuild. Meanwhile, in Latveria, we see Doctor Doom staring out a window, lost in thought. And I guess this is something he's thinking about, uh, which is Doom, Reed, and some other guy with their heads hooked up to a machine, all of them are screaming out in agony, and that's it. That's what he's thinking about. You know, I have those thoughts all the time, but usually it's me, Walter Mondale, and Deion Sanders hooked up to a machine. Don't ask me why. Doom says, there's no other move to be made, and he summons Christoph Bernard from Exile. He says he's going to abdicate his throne and reclaim what he's lost. Doom must be reborn, he says. He's in a really bad mood. You know, he doesn't seem to have any friends. He should, like, join a meetup group or something. Suddenly, someone teleports into the room, and it's Valeria, who says, What's up? Apparently, no one has told her stories about the times that Dr. Doom has dragged her brother to hell. Like, literally dragged him to hell. He tells her that she's being rude for popping in like that. Nobody likes a pop-in, not even Dr. Doom. And he's a guy who spends a lot of his free time looking out windows and thinking about being hooked up to painful machines. Valeria says that her dad has built a very bad machine and hasn't told anyone. So, she asks herself, What would Uncle Doom do? I'm not sure why she calls him Uncle Doom. There was an alternate dimension where Sue and Doom had a child named Valeria. I don't remember how this Valeria came to be. Even at the time she was born, I still don't understand how she came to be. Next, we see this weird sequence. I'm not sure if it's a memory of Valeria's or a dream sequence. I think it really happened. So Valeria's walking uh, through this portal in Reed's lab, which is the machine that she's talking about, I think. And it takes her to the ruins of a council of reeds. And she sees some skeletons of the dead reeds. And next, she gets surrounded by uh, these creepy Doctor Doom-style robots. But then they get attacked by a group of reeds who come into the room. And they hear something outside. And the place is surrounded by celestials. And they run like hell. They carry Valeria away. And some of them are killed. They make it back to the portal to the Baxter Building. And the reeds, they go and they teleport back to where they came from. So Dr. Doom asks Valeria what she saw when she stepped through that machine. Valeria says that she saw that her father made the wrong choice. Choosing his family over the good of the world is a bad idea. It's selfish, she says. Valeria tells Doom that she came because her father is going to need his help. So we see this uh, the FF again, back at Forever City which is that city that causes the people inside to evolve. And, and we see that Ben has evolved again, developing that big, big head of his. But his faceplate broke, and he was exposed to the air and the radiation of the city. The rest of the Fantastic Four are still wearing their helmets as they fight the Moloids. Johnny notices that the evolutionary engine that controls the city has reached critical mass, Reed asks Sue to cover the city in a huge force field before it explodes, which it does. And Reed had Johnny, who is still inside the bubble, burn off all the oxygen. I'm not sure what that means. They don't explain what's going on there. I don't understand it. But it seems that, for some reason, the people in the city are still alive, despite the gigantic explosion. Reed says that they need to have a long talk with the ruling council on how to be a good neighbor. So later, the Fantastic Four arrive home, and they're greeted by the kids. Franklin, Valeria, Artie, and Leech. And I have a feeling that they don't pay any rent. Leech really lives up to his name. Reed asks Valeria, Did you keep everything straight while I was gone? And she says, "Uh Uh-huh. But she seems to be thinking. She remembers, and we have a flashback to the rest of her meeting with Doctor Doom, where Doom asks her, why uh, she thinks that he would want to help Reed Richards. Valeria says that she noticed something strange about Dr. Doom. Delayed pupil response, breathing is slightly erratic, a twitch in his right hand. She concludes that he suffered brain damage recently. And Doom thinks about it. Being hooked up to that machine with Reed and the other guy, is that a flashback that caused brain damage? I don't remember that happening. Did that happen? And by the way, how can Dr. Doom have a flashback within Valeria's flashback? So, anyway, the stuff with Dr. Doom, Reed, and the other guy hooked up to the machine. When did that happen? I don't know. Valeria says that if Doom helps her dad, she can restore Doom to normal. Okay, wait a minute. Valeria knows how to cure people with brain damage. This is huge! This is a big deal. I'm sure her knowledge will revolutionize medicine as we know it. Yeah, right. As if she's actually going to share this knowledge with the world. They never do. Doom gets down, shakes her hand, and says that they have a deal. He must really have brain damage. I can't imagine him reacting like this to a little girl who seems to be smarter than he is. So back in the present, Valeria says that everything is okay. Nothing's going on. But next, next up, we see the Silver Surfer. And he's looking unhappy about something very, very unhappy. He's been drawn to some place, a deep underground, where he sees something that he calls unacceptable. Huh, let me see. He found the underground burial site for thousands of unsold copies of the Atari 2600 ET game? Uh, no. I turn the page, and we see that the Silver Surfer has found that dead Galactus from another dimension buried underground. Or is that the dead Galactus from the future? I think it's the dead Galactus from the future. I'm not sure why he considers that unacceptable. Sounds like a pretty good deal to me. And that is the end of the issue. To be continued next time. And that's all for now. If you have any questions about the Fantastic Four, about this podcast, or if you need... Or relationship advice, you can email me at podcastff at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter, Dave Elliott at Podcast FF. And you can download other episodes at iTunes and find them all at www.podcastff.podbean.com. So long, kids. This podcast is over.